It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Thursday, March 16th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Uh, I'm off tomorrow. Shauna will be flying solo. Yeah. Just taking, just taking a day. Taking a long weekend. Got some family in town too, right? We do. Yeah, McKenna's mom and her brother are coming to town. My buddy is coming here tonight too. So uh, my yeah. sister's coming to town tonight too. Ah, it's a good weekend to visit Calgary. Apparently, weather's supposed to be nice. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna, you know, have a couple drinks, hang out, yep. hang out with the kids, have have a good time. Yeah, so, nice relaxing weekend on the show today. A funny baseball clip. We're going to talk about Terry winning the lottery. The GOAT of Nintendo 64 games. A Terry sighting at the airport. We're going to talk about encores at shows. A couple etymologies. A type of snobs unfollowing or unfriending people on social media. Deep fakes are infiltrating the internet. And they're showing up in a, in, a, in a place that I hadn't really considered. But of course they would show up here. All that and more after your out-of-context clip of the show. I like that laugh. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. You know, I love to talk about funny laughs on this radio program. And uh, I came across one recently, and it's... I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember when Justin Bieber was interviewed by this this reporter? No, I don't think I ever saw this. And I'm pretty sure I've seen every Bieber clip there is. That's what my I wife thought, is such too. a big fan. Me, too. And then I, <laughs> I, I saw this, and I was like, I have never seen this. I have the clip here. Because like, Selena Gomez said that she wants to cut your hair. Yeah. Did you hear that? I, I didn't hear that, but... What do you think of it? sounds that? like something she said. <laughs> I like that laugh. <laughs> so, Oh my god, that's funny. So how, he sounds pretty young there. He's super young. I don't know how he's like a little rat. Really young. And her out. <laughs> so first oh of all, man, her funny. laugh and she's gorgeous, right? And so this laugh is kind of a, a bit of an economy from what she looks like, right? Like So that's her laugh and, and then, then him I like that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny to make fun of her laugh right to her face. <laughs> oh man, I didn't know that Bieber had that kind of personality. Holy that's crap. super funny. Oh my god, I know everything about this clip. Like I was just I don't know how I didn't see this. Phenomenal. Phenomenal work. It's pretty Bieber. rude. Like, it's it's totally rude. This is the thing though, that made her famous. If okay. you look her up now, she full out has a TikTok and it's all about being the girl who interviewed Bieber and really? had the laugh. And so people are asking all the time, like, is that your real laugh? She's like, yeah. And so it's made her really famous because of this. I was like, if I knew that, I would. Oh, yeah. You just own right up to it. Oh, like my man. laugh. Make fun of it all you want. For sure. And we like, do. We do make fun of your laugh. We do. It and sounds like a straw going in and out of the McDonald's does. cup has, lid. Okay, just hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I like that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. And you know what? You said she's really hot. Yeah. Okay, that's a bit of like, that's justice, you know? Like, you can't you can't have everything. If you're going to be oh, a 10, maybe you have a bit of a Just, funny I laugh. I love it. Does it? Start I like that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to practice up and I'm going to just start using that laugh. Just I'm going to start laughing back at people as like they laugh at me. Can you That's- please be the McDonald's straw back at me every time I laugh? <laughs> <laughs> 
Podcast. Got a message from front of the show, Jeff. He's a big Formula One fan, and he sent me this uh, this video of Elon Musk saying he was going to buy all of Formula One and switch the cars back to V10 engines, and they were going to race on Mars. And it's, it seems to be from an interview clip, uh, which is an absurd thing that to say. That is insane. But, but, I mean, yeah, okay. And it's because it never happened. It was a deep fake. It was a deep fake. It was a fake clip where they just AI made Elon Musk look like he was saying this. That's so insane. And it was an extremely convincing one too. If it hadn't been like so absurd what he was saying, I I, I could have believed it. That is so eerie. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want that. This is the first time that I've encountered a deep fake in the wild. That is so disturbing. Yeah. At least that I'm aware of. I mean, I may have seen lots that I wasn't right. aware of. Right? How you don't know when you don't know. But it's scary how this tech can be used. I was just reading this uh, this article in, in Rolling Stone, and I'd never even considered this, but there's a documentary out right now called Another Body, and it's about this college-aged this college aged woman who found a bunch of deepfake porn videos of her online. Oh, my God. And they had been posted by a classmate of hers, a former friend. And she was like, what the hell? Like, this is me in all of these. It was her, but it wasn't. Like, it was her face. But and somebody how can you else prove it's you or not? Like, I don't know. And it sounds like so. It was, it was her and another woman that were the victims of this. And it sounds like it's it's very difficult to even get law enforcement involved because it's not really you, you know? Yeah. But it it also is. Wow. So I had never even. I mean, if we we should have assumed that that, that technology was going to be used for. Yep. Porn eventually. I guess this has happened to some Twitch streamers and some YouTubers, and I'm sure many, many other people who aren't aware that there are these videos, these porn videos of them out there, even though it's not them. I mean, it's so weird. We've talked about, you know, audio recordings and how easy it is to fake any of that stuff. Oh, yeah. But this is that times a million because now you have the video proof. Like, mm -hmm. that scares uh, the hell out of me, too, because, geez. I mean, if somebody really wanted to, to take you down, yeah. you know, like someone in our position, for example, like you could deep fake an audio recording of us saying something terrible, saying a yep. racial slur. And that's, and that's it. it. For us. Like, how do I prove that I didn't say that? That's I know. the end. That would be the end of my career. Although the, the hope is that, I mean, we've had the technology to alter audio for quite a long time now, and it hasn't really happened that much where, you know, True. it's downed people in significant positions, which is the one thing that I'm like, hopefully it's the same with these deep fakes. Because, oh yeah, you could definitely sewer somebody with that technology. You sure could. And how do you prove that it wasn't you? I, I know. Mean, unless there's some sort of signature in the video that, that but, but I mean, by that point. I mean, there are people like, who, there are experts who do work on right. trying to see if it's fake or not. But like I mean, digital as the, forensics. Yeah, and, but as the technology gets better, it's going to be harder and harder to detect. And if this video makes its way all over the place by the time you prove that it's not real, it's, it's probably too late. too late, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's really scary. And I, I mean, just felt awful for this woman because what is she? What can she even do? And they're often they're posted anonymously, right? So she yeah. she looked for some clues and like the account name and stuff, and they they think they figured out who posted it, but there wasn't much that police could do about it. Jeez. So yeah, that's I mean this is a very scary dawn we're approaching here, right? This is yep. It could be let's, fake. I don't. Let's use it for good, not evil. Okay. I wonder if it would really. I mean, if there was a like a deep fake porn of me out there, if it would really bother me that much though if it wasn't me 
You know? I wouldn't care. Because it wouldn't be my body, right? You no. don't have the footage of my actual I mean, as long body. as they put it on a really nice body. I was like, oh, sweet. Yeah. Just make it a good deep fake, and I'm fine with it, okay? If you look kind of like Yeah, yeah. I'll pass like- it off as my own even. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. That's me. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Do you ever unfriend people on social media, Beckler? I got thinking about this recently because, uh, you know, your follower counts will fluctuate up and down on social media quite often. And I'm always like, are these people that actively just go and unfollow people often? Or is it just like I know a lot of it is accounts that are no longer active, especially right right now. Suspended accounts or suspended that kind of thing. But also I'm like, are there people who go and just constantly are unfriending people from their social media accounts? I think so. I noticed that I will lose a lot of followers after I post. Interesting. Because I don't post very often. Right. So when I do, yeah. I'll lose like 20 followers. And I think those must be people who either followed me by accident or like followed me way back when. And they're like, why am I following this guy? And then, I'm, you know. But also like there's so much, like so much, so many ads and so much crap on there. You're telling me that they go through and they're like, oh, well, I don't want this guy. Like how curated are they keeping their feeds? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it they seems very strange. Point. Yeah, because it's not as clean as it used to be. No. Like, if you if there was someone who didn't belong in your feed before, you'd notice. Now yeah. it's just a mess. So, like, I don't think I've ever unfriended somebody on Facebook or Instagram. Really? No, I don't think ever. Oh, I have for sure. And I, I huh. get the X thing. That would be the one where people like, if you break up with somebody, you want to unfriend them. But I've I've even kept X's on. I just don't care enough. Like, I just. Like they're, it's not going to affect my life. I'm not going to go to their profile and actively be like unfriend. I will unfollow people who overpost. Mm, yep. Like if if I look at my feed and it's just one person, that's I'm fair. like, okay, that's enough of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm good on you. For I'm a over bit. you. <laughs> Uh, Twitter, I have the odd time and it's people who, well, first of all, when I started Twitter, I was using it for a different reason. Like it was when it was early on in Twitter and I was kind of following a bunch of band accounts and stuff Yeah, and stuff that's just not really relevant anymore. So those people I find if I, I was like, okay, I don't care at all about that. So I've unfollowed those people, but that's been about it. Initially, we didn't really know how Twitter worked. Exactly. And I remember like, if I look at the first accounts I followed, I was like, why was I following this person? Right. Because I didn't know what it was going to use this for. Exactly. Yet, right? So as it morphed into what it is now, that's when I have. But outside of that, yeah. Like it'll take, I don't even know what it would take for me to unfriend you. Hmm. I have no idea. Like I guess I, if you say something really, really offensive. No, I I'm keep those like, people too. Because <laughs> I want to know that it's out there. Yeah, you that's know, I don't want to like cordon myself off I want to know all the opinions the good yeah. opinions the bad opinions I I have friends on social media and the things they post drive me nuts and but I keep them, them there because it's good it's yeah. good to see that Sometimes I have there people I keep around just to hate so, that's okay <laughs> it's like well, oh god you're dumb d- yeah. good good and then I keep going <laughs> And I wonder if I'm that person for some other people. I I'm very well might be. Probably. So. In that case, they shouldn't be friend. Hated. Haters. Okay. <laughs> we got the friends and the haters. Yeah. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So uh, you were talking about how your truck has 265,000K on it yesterday. Starting to make a bit of noise. Yeah. And uh, the minute you said that, we got a bunch of people texting in being like, only 265,000. <laughs> I remember my first beer. Stuff like that. Yeah. I, I knew. I knew. When I said Absolutely. that, because I was like, "Yeah, it's a bit older. It's got two hundred sixty-five thousand on it." People would be like, "Oh, that's not high nope. mileage." Nope. Uh, especially here, people take pride in the amount of K's that they can put on yes. their trucks. And every time you bring up kilometers, mileage, any of that stuff, we always get this type of response. Someone's gonna one up you. They're car kilometer snobs, Beckler. These are mileage snobs we're talking about here. 
And that's a very real thing. And it's like you a said, very especially real around thing. here. Oh yeah. You know, I'm starting to notice that anytime someone's reaction is, "Oh, you think that's blank?" Yep. Then you're you're probably dealing with some snob sort of snob territory for sure. If you hear that in your in your life, yep. then you should know that you're talking to some and sort of snob right there. The minute you hear it, text us and be like, "Got another snob for yes, you?" Because, you really yes, really appreciate it. Oh yeah, that's how you do it. That's how you're snobber. High mileage snobs. Mileage. That's not what I was looking for. Oh yeah, well we can do another whole about snobs. There we go. There we go. Don't oh, 265,000 kilometers. I bet your vehicle still smells new. <laughs> oh, 500,000? It can still be returned to the dealership and sold as brand new at that point. Yes, well, my last vehicle was purchased back by the dealership. It's sitting in their showroom as a testament to my endurance. <laughs> the truck doesn't even heat up before a million, K. My ass is just starting to feel warm. <laughs> yes, well, my vehicle has such high mileage that I've stopped using kilometers and started using astronomical units. <laughs> Do you even drive that thing or you're saving it as a collector's item? My great-grandmother who's blind puts more mileage on her vehicle. <laughs> Friend of the show, Rob, messaged after that. He drives for work, calls us all the time from the road, and he said, Oh, damn, I'm a kilometer snob. <laughs> now, I I think we should almost have two separate categories of snobs, Shauna. I think there should be like type one and type two snobs. Okay, like and diabetes. Mm-hmm. Just like diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. So let's say type one snobs are the type of snobs that are just like, they just, I don't know how to describe it, but I almost think that the, the distinction should be between people who have earned their snobbery mm -hmm. and people who haven't. Plus the thing like, is like when we talk about kilometer snobs, you're right, snobs gets a negative, um, you know, people people see it as negative, but it's not. It, when it comes to these kilometer snobs, I don't see it as negative at all. It's just, yeah, you put a lot of mileage on your truck. So you, yeah. as you said, it's well-earned and well-deserved, I think, to be yes. called a snob in this regard. Just like, you know, we've talked about, for example, cold weather snobs. Yes. When you are good at handling the cold weather and you look down on places that are softer. I mean, you've, you've kind of earned that living in a cold hellhole, haven't you? Totally, so yep. I think that's different than just like thinking that you're better than someone because your tastes are better or you know so i forget which one is the diabetes you develop over the one that you're born with but that's it's mm. the same thing right the ones that you develop is like the earned type one is snob. the one you have right and type yeah. two can okay so be brought on yes and so yeah you kind of i don't want to say earn it when it comes to diabetes <laughs> right. but when it comes to these okay. types of snobs you do you have to earn that title so type one are the real types of snobs that turn everybody's yeah. You know, everyone's like, oh, man, not yeah. this person. Oh, come on. Type the 2 where it's like, wow, okay, yeah, I kind of did speak out of turn. You you have more experience with yep. this. You are... You deserve that snobbery. Right. You deserve okay. to be a snob. Yep. I'm happy with that. Okay. I can live with that. Good. Could also live in a new home from Shane Homes. The new community of Midtown in Airdrie, centrally located. They're in their final phase, and you have three different types of homes to choose from from Shane Homes in that, in that community. Single-family front drive homes, lane homes... Paired homes. You can view them all at shanehomes.com and ask any questions you have about their affordable customization, all that stuff. Shanehomes.com. Shane Homes, the better way to build. The and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. Couple etymology requests for you, Shauna. Okay. Uh, the first one is the word atom. Okay. A T O M. 
So uh, the word Adam comes from the ancient Greek word atomos, which literally means uncuttable. So a means no and tomos means to cut. And this was based on philosophical reasoning way back in ancient times where they actually thought that atoms were indivisible. Like the smallest cut possible them. particle, right? That's absolutely it. Uh, and then in the early 19th century, a scientist named John Dalton, he discovered and agreed that he also thought atoms were uncuttable based on scientific reasoning. And so he used that term thinking it was fitting. And then, of course, it was discovered later that wasn't quite the case, but that that stuck for the term atoms. So. Right, because we have subatomic particles and quarks and totally. perhaps even smaller. Yeah, um, but that's how it all started. I came across that word in a book the other day and it mentioned that, yeah, the Greeks thought that I was as small as you could go, right? Yeah, so, yeah, so that's where um, it comes. I'm uncuttable un- or undivisible. Cuttable. Yeah. Uh, the second one is, the, we may have done this one before, the word filibuster. We did do this one. Did we do this one? Because yeah. this was in the news. The Liberals filibustered a committee meeting earlier early this week to prevent uh, the Prime Minister's Chief of Staff, Katie Telford, from testifying on what she knew of these allegations of Chinese interference. This story isn't going away like I think the Prime Minister thought it might. It's not, yeah. And several people have made the point that you know if he's if he's willing to expend this kind of political capital to keep everyone quiet and to look like to look this guilty to keep people from testifying, then the truth must be really bad. Yeah. So anyway, the word the word filibuster, where does, so where does it, that come from? It literally means to plunder or steal, which is weird, mm. but it actually comes from the term freebooting, which was a pirate term, uh, which is because when they used to steal, they used to put things in their actual boot. <laughs> but the reason that this was termed, uh, you know, for filibuster and what filibuster means now, like how would you define filibuster today? Well, I mean, in, in that sense, you're kind of stealing time, That's right? That's exactly You're right. just like delaying the the process to the point that nothing can get done, right? And that's why they use it. Yeah, it's just basically from stealing. So filibuster comes from, uh, from stealing. From sticking gold in your from boots. From sticking gold in your boot. Etymology <laughs> with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. The band Pop had a show recently and a friend took a photo from the show and up on the screen it just says, Encores are dumb. Thank you for coming. Please go home now. <laughs> And I was like, I love that. That's I love great. that. Frig, yes. Okay. I Encores have totally lost their meaning. Like an encore used to be after an exceptional performance and that was it. If the performance was absolutely unbelievable, people would stick around people and then going give nuts. you the encore. They right? won't like, leave. You got to come back out. Yes. Right? Yes. And now, no, it's standard with every show. No matter what, you just know the encore is going to happen. The band goes off stage and then you all have to wait and play the game of it's kind of like cheering I've never, and clapping and waiting. I've never been to a like a live like a like a play or that sort of performance that didn't end in a standing ovation. Yeah, you know, it's like doesn't really mean it's anything lost its anymore. Meaning. Right? And so was the encore, and you yeah. know what's going to happen, and then the band will come out and they'll play three, four, five more songs. <laughs> like now, it's getting longer and longer too. So it's almost six, seven, eight more. So it could be honestly more like an intermission now at this point. The band comes out. Can we just not just play through to the end? Okay. I've been to the odd show where the band didn't do an encore. Good. It was kind of like. Huh. You know what? Cool. I okay. like that. Are they done? I guess it's time to go home. And it's time to go. Well, I forget what show it was where they they actually acknowledged it. Where they were like, we will not be doing an encore. This we'll is it. See this so, again. I like, like that. This is great. Yeah. Um, on an old Blink-182 live album, the Mark, Tom, and Travis show, they poked fun at this in between a couple of the songs. He said, let's see if I got the clip here for you. Hey, uh, I want to tell you how it's going to work from uh, for the rest of the show here. We're going to say that this is our last song. We're going to play it. Then we're going to walk off stage. But it's really, we're not even done here. We're going to come back out and play two more songs even after that. So uh, That's great. That's how it works. You know how it works. You go and you see a band play. They walk off stage. You're all, thanks a lot. Good night. And you know those 
We're gonna come back out and play two more songs anyway, so you know what? Yes. At least we're straight about it. They call it an encore. <laughs> yeah. See, that I can't is, believe it's still sticking around the it encore. It just seems so. Again, we all know what's gonna happen. Like, you know what I mean? It's not. This is a dumb thing. It's really dumb. You just start leaving at the encore. Well, no. What I was thinking is, next time I go to a show that's not that exceptional, <laughs> when I'm not that impressed, I am gonna leave. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk out of there and be like, I'm good. You that know what? Great. I don't want the encore. <laughs> I'm gonna go beat the traffic instead. The and Shauna podcast. Friend of the show, Lance sent me a Terry of the Month nominee. Okay, great. Here, here's Lance's message. All right. Oh my. God, I found a 30-year-old Terry. We're at the airport headed for Anaheim, and he walks into the bathroom with a two-person lineup, says, F this, and leaves. When I came out of the men's bathroom, he was coming out of the family room, the family bathroom. He has a kick-ass mullet shaved on the sides. Awesome. Amazing. That's from Lance. Okay. <laughs> That's a great Terry of the Month nominee right there. It yeah. is. Yep. Terry looks at two people in the line and says, Only two do, F yeah. F this. Yeah. And then goes to the... Goes to the family bathroom. Family one? As you do. You're waiting there with your kid. You got a bathroom emergency and Terry comes out. Yeah. Terry, what'd you do in there? What did you do? Don't open that door. Did you make a big mess? You're, you're going to be haunted by what I did in there. I left Terry you a will present. Use whatever bathroom he damn well pleases, he all right? He sure will. Terry, Terry identifies as a guy who's got to take one. Yep. <laughs> Anywhere that you can poop is where Terry goes. Yeah, Terry yeah. identifies as a guy who's got to take one and then go and partying. <laughs> That's who he is. Huh? Terry the Month nominee. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My real estate agent was in my condo yesterday and he saw my Nintendo 64 that I had there and he was like, oh, that's awesome. Then he was asking, he was like, uh, do, do you have Legend of Zelda there? And I was like, no. I was like, do you have Star Fox? I was like, no, I have the best games. I have Goldeneye, <laughs> okay? And Tony Hawk. Like, what are you talking about? And he seemed super disappointed. He was like, you don't have the best games. You said, like, I have the best games. You oh, disrespected have, him, didn't I, you? Yeah. You did. <laughs> no, I don't have... No. It got me thinking, though, about the... Well, the GOAT of N64 games. Ah. And I mean, obviously, it's up for debate. We already disagreed about this. But I was like, you can't say GoldenEye isn't... One. Like, it's gotta it's cool. be I'm up there. I'm gonna give there. us this music here while we're talking. But, oh, um, yes, please. Um... This is a heater. Yeah. Heater of a tune. Yep. This is t timely that you bring this up. We have the N64 hooked up in our basement right now, too, and the kids and I have been playing it hard. Yeah. Goldeneye? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree with Goldeneye. Okay. Anyway, what do you think? I mean, Goldeneye sold more, but Perfect Dark was the better game. It was essentially Goldeneye, but like ramped way Perfect up. Perfect Dark, It, it was really? way better than Goldeneye. Goldeneye was more, the more well-known game. It sold more. Yeah. But Perfect Dark was like like Goldeneye, but a better version of it. Interesting. And you'd say that over Zelda. Because I know, like, Zelda as I much as Zelda. Like, Meh, I'm not a Zelda fan. I know it was huge. That's going like, to make some people upset, but yeah. I didn't play Zelda. Okay. Um, I mean, what was the other one you mentioned? Tony Hawk? Tony Hawk. I mean, that's just a staple, right? Like, Tony Hawk was so good, but it wasn't my favorite Tony Hawk game. Mm. Tony Hawk Underground on Xbox, I think, was my favorite. Okay, Tony I Hawk see what game. you're but saying there. Those what about, were great games. Like Mario Kart. Did not did yeah. Mario Kart not begin on Nintendo 64? Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. But it was okay. like it was rough. Like if you go back and try to play it, who was just telling right. us they tried oh, to yeah, play? Oh yeah, actually. You're like it's so choppy. I did play and, with my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was the best Mario Kart game I thought of all the different yeah. Mario Karts that come out. Um, and there was Mario Party, and that began with Nintendo 64. And that brought that brought people together. It did, but have you ever tried to play it recently? It is tedious. Yeah, the games are so simple and they take so long. Although Mario Kart Three was it, or or sorry, Mario, Mario Party, Party Three, three yeah. I believe was the best one, and that one where they kind of really honed in on the games. It was great. I think that's the one I have, and I'm telling you, oh. it's tedious. Yeah, now it it's is, <laughs> but at the time it was great. 
So you're uh, saying Perfect Dark? I would never have. No. No, I'm going to say, for me, it's Super Smash Brothers. Oh, okay. Super Smash Brothers. Because that one holds up. Like, a lot of these games you go back and play, and yeah. they're, they seem so... I don't know, compared to modern video games. Fair. Super Smash Brothers is still an awesome game to play. You know what else was really good? Wave Racer. Do you remember Wave Racer? Didn't have Wave Racer. Oh, that was great. The one where you, you raced on your, your sea dudes, yeah. right? It was fantastic. I never played it. I didn't have it, but the best uh, the best selling N64 game is Super Mario 64. So if you're going to look at it like that, okay, that might be the GOAT. The OG. My personal pick is Super Smash Bros. No, I'm, I'm going Gold. You're going Wave Racer? Going, oh, <laughs> well, or Wave Racer. It's up for debate. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. There's this Lotto Max commercial on TV right now, and it's it's they have a Terry that they interview on this commercial. <laughs> and every time I hear it, I laugh because they just it kicks right off with Terry, and then it's asking what Terry would do if he won the lottery. I have the clip here really quick so you can have a listen. Terry! I love this dream, but as a professional dream coach, I think you can dream bigger. Um, okay, I'll make this my own private beef for me and my friends. Hey, guys! Uh, What next? Oh, out of boat. Uh, I'm named after my dog. (laughs) Hey, everybody! Peace is here! So it's talking about what he's do, what Terry would do with this money, right? So the boat, I was like, that's great. Yep. And then he was talking about at the end, he's ordering pizza. And I was like, that's kind of Terry-esque as well. Guy doesn't sound like a Terry, He doesn't though. sound like a Terry, though. And that's why I was just like, there's some things about this commercial that I don't like. I was like, if, if Terry were to really, and it was the true Terry, and Terry were to... If you approached an actual Terry and talked about what he would Alberta. do with his winnings, it would it would sound quite different, right? Like we got Terry. I love this dream. But as a professional dream coach, I think you can dream bigger. Okay, so I'd get a drone that brings liquor and darts right to the back deck, all right? Want a sled so fast it'll blow a woman's clothes off and a pair of titties for the old lady. That would make more sense, right? That's what Terry really wants. That's what Terry Terry would say. Yeah, yeah. Give it to me. Give it to me. Terry, I love this dream. But as a professional dream coach, I think you can dream bigger. Tell you what I'd do, man. Three or four chicks with big fake boobies, hose them down with beer, and then I'd have someone backflip over them with a dirt bike, and then I'd get a box of box seats at the Oilers game. And, and oh, something like that. A pair of titties for the old lady, okay? <laughs> for, the, for the three girls that are getting hosed and with beer. And for them, too, yeah. And with... <laughs> Actually, free titties get, for everybody. I get the fastest sled money could buy. No, but yeah, the, the sled that'll blow the woman's dress off, okay? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. This funny baseball clip came down my, my feed from last season, so there isn't a lot of context to the clip, but it appears to be uh, the Yankees broadcast team, and they're watching a pitcher in the bullpen prep, prep a ball to throw by rubbing it down. You know how pitchers will yep. kind of like sort of soften the ball up before they start throwing it. Yeah, got to get some texture to it. Yeah, and Cameron Mabin, who's a former outfielder, one of the broadcasters, <laughs> he says this, and then listen to how long the broadcast is quiet for. Yeah, I rubbed up quite a few balls in my life. <laughs> Just hanging him out to dry. Just sewering him. Sure it was a good learning experience. <laughs> Holy hell, that's so funny. Or do you think they had to like mute their mics so they could laugh so hard? Yeah, I mean, it's probably that. <laughs> Holy crap, that's funny. Yeah, I rubbed up quite a few balls in my life. <laughs> 
Oh man, that's funny. Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. And then just we've done that to each other too before, though. Right? Totally. If someone says something, and you just dumb, let it just, hang. You just let it linger. Can't force the other person to talk, can you? Nope. <laughs> nope. It's always an awful thing to do. Say something. Say something. Tell us more about these balls you've robbed, Cameron. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna download it daily to whatever device you use. Later. Later.